There's a cricket on your desk. Regardless of whether you think they're charming or terrifying, you decide to follow it. And you follow it to a piece of paper. It's another message from Antler. Today, we're going to do the last part of Friends and UFOs. This is the part where it gets a little violent, but uh, yeah. This is the part where it gets a little violent, but okay. It has a nice ending to it. Anyways, we'll start reading. This is Antler. So, as you can guess, there's a cricket on my window. Well, actually, you may not be able to guess that, but okay. Um, this is a little odd because, well, it's it's on the actual glass of my window. I didn't know that crickets could do that. Um, but yeah, I showed you a picture, but... You'd only see the underside of it, and I don't think that's very interesting. So, yeah. And anyways, let's go back to friends and UFOs. I shoved punching into my backpack and strode up to, towards the bullies with full confidence. Hey you! I shouted. You, Jen and Eric, stop bullying Alfie! I had a feeling Alfie would want me to try and negotiate instead of hurting them, so I had prepared a few theatrical lines. What makes you think you can stop us? sneered Eric, licking his lips as if he was thirsty for blood. I know things you wouldn't, I retorted. Besides, your skills are so average, so normal, that some might call you generic. Oh wait, you already are Jen and Eric. Jen giggled, but Eric slapped a can over Jen's mouth. I risked a glance at Alfie. He was on the ground, trembling from the laser that was injecting electricity into him. I looked up at Eric, but he saw straight through my plan, which was to let Alfie escape while I distracted Eric and Jen. Eric glared at me. I'd watch myself, he said sharply, and I realized something. You're proving my point. You're so disadvantaged that you don't even know my name. Ha! I laughed, then wondered something. Does anyone at all know my name? I pushed the thought aside and focused on Eric. Eyes narrowing, he aimed his taser at me. I warned you, he said, and tasered me. I shouldn't have risked dramatization. I should have just started with punching people, and that would have been dramatic enough. But I liked this sort of witty banter, and I couldn't help myself, so there I was, rolling on the ground. My whole body felt as if I was being jolted by a microwave, or like I was being slapped with a hot pan. I gasped for air, but my muscles felt paralyzed, so that it seemed like I was underwater. I heard a cry, but that might have been from me. A funny thing happened when I was in pain. All my thoughts cleared. And suddenly, my objective was plain. Show off my karate skills. Just kidding. Sort of. I needed to save myself and Alfie. With this goal in mind, I tried to pull my arm off the floor. 
But as soon as it ceased contact with the soil, the electricity going through my arm redirected itself to go through a longer path, into my arm and through my legs until it reached the ground. I decided to make my movements fast and clean so that the pain was minimal. In a single swift motion, I jerked my fist off the ground and jammed it into the laser Eric was holding. His chaser went flying and sent Eric a stumbling a few steps back. I ran over to the place the taser had landed, and, as I hoped, it was broken. Eric followed close behind me and felt his knees when he saw the broken parts. My love, he sobbed. She told me this was the last one. Tasers were expensive, so I guessed that this was the last taser Eric would be getting for a while. I glanced at Alfie. He was in the fetal position, but before I could direct my anger at the taser causing his pain, Eric looked back at me, face wet and eyes puffy. You, taser murderer, get back over here and face me like a man. I chuckled at Eric's words. I had already broken a taser's grip on myself. How much more manly could I possibly get? He slapped me weakly. I punched him and accidentally knocked him out, but I made sure to check for a heartbeat in case I'd done something serious. He had a nasty bruise that would hurt to touch, but it was sure to clear up in a few days. Satisfied with his health condition, I turned towards Jen. I was surprised Jenna noticed me and Eric's slight commotion. In one of her hands was the taser hurting Alfie but the other hand was a makeup mirror. I was tempted to call out, Hey, beauty queen, get over here and face me like a man, but instead introduced myself with a kick at Jen's taser. It split into innumerable quantity of pieces. Jen had a similar reaction as Eric to her love breaking. She tried to kick me in the shin, and in return, I punched her unconscious, not so accidentally this time. I examined her as I had Eric, then stepped over her inanimate body as I walked towards Alfie. He was lying on the grass and looking up towards the happy clouds. You okay? I examined his body, looking for any offbeat details. He nodded, and I asked a few math questions to check for a concussion. He answered them correctly, so I squinted in the direction of the UFO port in case one was coming. While I wasn't looking, Alfie made three daisy chains. Wait, what? I know you're wondering. Daisies still exist? Yes, of course they do. I turned my head and watched him as he placed a chain on each of the boys' heads. He must feel bad for Eric and Jen's feet, I realized. Turning towards me, he placed a chain in my hand, and I saw that he was also grateful he wouldn't be getting tasered for a long time. He smiled at me. Thanks. No problem. I replied as I led him back to the UFO port. Afterwards, Jen and Eric never tasered Alfie again. Okay, maybe my solution wasn't the most peaceful, and maybe I did karate just to show off. But, as you saw, getting tasered is excruciating. And, maybe, just once, I should save someone. Before I end my message, I have a poem. Mr. and Mrs. Clock didn't have a job, but they met a hatter and had quite a talk. What if they could make a little device to keep track of time, even though time is fake? Find me anywhere, Antler, out. You'd better let that cricket outside.